Caleb Collier I'm proposing that the city of Spokane Valley issue a proclamation stating that our city is a Second Amendment sanctuary city. Welcome to the fire. Welcome to the fire. Today on Church and State, part two with Michael Hughes. Hello, Christian patriots, and welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into politics. I'm your host, Caleb Call. You're with me, as always, Pastor Gabe Blomgren, once again, your favorite far-right shock jocks and the most schizophrenic show you listen to on a daily basis. The only podcast brave enough to put faith in politics in the same room where Jesus is smack dab in the middle. Amen. Hey, uh, everybody go to churchandstate.media. Take advantage of all these shows. This is going to be, uh, you're going to want to download the, the first show and the second show. I mean, we've been across the board Nephilim. We've been showing it that they exist in the Bible. Hybrid, you know, animal, human Goat beasts. people, pan, yeah, uh, uh, lion, animals. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's incredible. And now we're on the subject. Now we're on the subject of the geocentric universe fascinating subject. So download these, share these with everybody. Take advantage of all of our fine affiliates. Look, with everything that's occurring across the the, the globe now, can I say it? The yes. globe, yeah. You need to make sure that you've got some tangible assets. And the best way to do that is have some gold and silver on hand. So go on over to Pres- yeah, uh, Beverly Hills to Precious Andrew Metals. Shor- Sorcini. You can actually speak with the man. He, he buys in such mass volume uh, and is such a reputable and loyal person. He is recommended by our, our, our great friend, Clay Clark. But even more than that, he's recommended by General Flynn. Absolutely. He's a trustworthy individual. So get secure. Get your home built on the rock. We already know Jesus said when the storms come, not if the storms come. So get ready. Yeah, absolutely. You can get, even get that two ounce. It's a two ounce General Flynn silver coin. It's awesome. Nice. It's beautiful. All right. If you want to donate to us, just hit that donate button. And last but not least, if you want to get a hold of us, Church and State 1776 at Proton.me. All right, part two with Michael Hughes. Now, we've been on the subject of the geocentric universe, the idea that the earth is stable. It is not being moved from its foundation, and the entire universe rotates around us. It was an idea that science widely accepted for some time, and then suddenly it all changed. Because why? They want to introduce the idea that everything in the universe is just chaotic. And it's just an absolute miracle, even though they don't believe in miracles, that, that the earth is where it is and that we evolved from sludge into the human beings you see now. So, Michael, with that, uh, take us away. You were just talking a little bit more about the geocentric universe, and uh, I, for one, can't wait to get back on the conversation. I do have to comment this. It was very interesting that you mentioned in the show, uh, you can't even teach this at a school where, you know, obviously Copernicus or Galileo could be killed by the church, you know, for their views. Um, but now there's, there's, there's actual oppression that if you, if you teach what we're talking about in school, it's illegal. Why? Probably yeah, they don't want to do right. it. Well, yeah, absolutely. And it, it flies in the face of everything. So my point in this, and it gets back to that series question coincidence, there'll be an episode about this too. The earth doesn't spin. That's all you need to know. Your choice in, in this whole model is, is the earth spinning or not? And if it doesn't spin, it solves all these questions. A, we've been lied to completely, absolutely. But you don't have to go to a flat earth model to get that out there. So give you an example. Um, golly, it was, it's, it's, it's uh, about eight, nine years ago, I had a conversation with a guy that purported to be kind of a leader in the flat earth movement. And I'd already done all this research, changed the logo for Sunbeam and all that to this, this thing. You ought to do a close up on the website of what the logo looks for Sunbeam now, but um, it's actually the sun going around the earth. So in Sunbeam, 
it says, your world powered by Sunbeam, we revolve around you, which is kind of interesting. But you got to find the logo with the... should all be all the way down at the bottom there, Chris. There it is right there, a little bitty thing. You see that? Okay, and I'm going to show you something else I think will relate to that, and it, and it has to do with Genesis, which I think you'll get a, a real, real kick out of. But anyway, um, so we started talking about, I say, listen, so you're a big flat earth guy. I think it sounds fascinating. I, I'd love to learn about this. If the earth is flat, I'd, I'd love to know it. You know what? And I said something, and at first he got offended. I said, I don't care. I don't care. I just want to know what the truth is. I'm not going to be mad either way. I just don't care. Just show me what the data is. And it was great. So we started talking, and I let him go on, and he went through all this stuff. And, I, and about, gosh, it was almost an hour. I said, okay. I can't remember his name. Uh, let's say it's Bob. And I said, Bob, um, so so I got to stop you right here. He said, what? I says, okay, you've been talking about an hour. I've let you talk. I have to tell you, everything you said is exactly correct. Precisely. Your stats were numbered. Everything you went on, your models and everything are right. But all you've done is prove the earth doesn't spin. We know that. We're sunbeam. He said, oh, you know that? I said, yes. But why is it flat? And then he had no data. Right? <laughs> so I said, wait, are you doing that whole bump and switch thing where you get somebody excited and on board with an amazing new fact, and then you jump them over to something that's ridiculous or doesn't work? Just, just it's good enough that it doesn't spin because everything works with what our father says in the Bible and everything. Now, it's actually fairly simple to show how the flat earth model just doesn't work. I'd like it to work. I think it'd be cool because it's so wild, right? But it just doesn't work. One of the big problems, show me a map. I don't have a map. <laughs> Wait, you can't have a map that works? No, no, we're working on that. But isn't that kind of the basis of, you know, okay, so you're showing, you're showing everything coming from the center, and, oh, look at Australia. It's kind of long and skinny. But it's not long and skinny. It's just kind of bigger. Why is that? Why is everything all squished up? Well, we had to fit it in this big ice wall. Yeah, but we know those mileages. We know the dimensions. We've dri driven them. There's a Google, you know, there's you know, roadmaps everywhere. We know the distance between, you know, uh, taking a ship from one continent to the next. We know those. And this is now it's just huge because you got to go this big circle and none of this map works. Can you give us a map? No. Well, when you do, let's talk about it. Let me There's ask you this because this is interesting because, you know, clearly um, the, the globalist agenda is one of disinformation. They want mm -hmm. us questioning everything. They want us questioning truth, right? And it is moral relativity, right? That there is no real truth, actually. Uh, of course, the question to ask everybody when they say that is, is that true? Right? Uh, so <laughs> you can get them right there. Um, but, yeah, true? But, but we know that, that there's, there's a lot of disinformation. And currently, we're seeing a rise in flat earth theory. I don't think that's unintentional. And in fact, a lot of the uh, flat earthers will point to the United Nations symbol as proof that even our governments know that it is a flat earth because the UN uses more of that flat earth kind of look on their symbol. So is, is this just, is this the rise in the flat earth theories and, and uh, everybody's getting a little more interested in it? Is this part of their massive disinformation campaign to pull us away from the actual truth that the world's not spinning? Absolutely. That's what I think too. And in fact, it goes a little bit deeper than that. The sad thing is, guys, we all know we've been lied to. 
Big, big lie. So now the game, it's, it's psychology 101, diversion. Let's divert them to, okay, mixing is when you take fact and twist it, twisting, right, uh, with, with lies or fiction. That's what's happening. Let's stay to real data. Now, um, some interesting things too. If you look, and I'll touch on this briefly. Um, if, we're, if, we're, if we're living on a table and the sun and the moon are doing this over the top of the table, uh, you know, Mr. Bob, flat earth guy, where's north? It's the, it's the center. Cool. Where's south? <laughs> Opposite north. All right, yeah, so, it's, well, well if, the, if the compass is pointing this way to the center, uh, then south is the opposite direction. No matter where the compass is, south is the opposite direction. So south is only opposite your direction heading north. Well, then you can't navigate with that, can you? No. Uh, how, would that, how would that work? Because so south really isn't actually point. defined. Well, here's another thing. Um, one of you go to Nova Scotia, and the other guy go to South America, and you take a picture of the moon. Okay? Simple? Take a picture of the moon. One guy will show the moon facing this way. The other guy, it's this way. Why is that? Because you're on a sphere. <laughs> so from your vantage point, or, or the moon will look upside down down here and right side up up here. And all degrees of variant in between as you take a photo of the moon from your vantage point around it. You just connect all those lines and the only way that can be visible that way is if you're on a sphere. Dig a well, okay? You got a well here and a well with your buddy in a different state or whatever. And you tell me at a certain time when we time our watches exactly when the light hits the center of the water in the well. And on the, on the walls of the well you have lines like one, two, three, four, five, right? Mm -hmm. So when mine says high noon or hitting the water in the center, as I go this way, this guy says, oh, it's two. Let's say it's number two. The shadow is not, I've got a shadow. It's not, the sun isn't directly over. It's hitting the edge. And then farther and farther and farther, and you'll find out that you've got a curve to be able to do that. Mm. And on it is so simple to do these things. But again, it's, it's a diversion. Right. Now. Let, let me ask you on the same wavelength, because these are these are two things that, that feel very sketchy. Okay. A, the moon landing. Okay. And then also India's latest moon landing. <laughs> that then, was a video game. Did you see that? Did you see the footage no, of I, India's? Oh, my gosh. No, it literally I looks like an Atari. <laughs> they, <laughs> it is the worst CG I've ever seen. Chris, can you find that? Maybe just... We're going to have our tech pull it up just for you to see, and we'll get your live reaction. Another thing I wanted to talk about is hollow earth theory or even the fact that New Schwabenland, ah, New yeah, Schwabenland, yeah. Where, where Hitler you know, took all of his cronies and escaped up there, and then there's parts of, of even uh, Antarctica that's not visible, that's been met, messed with and fudged with on maps. So there's, there's a couple things in there. So New Schwabenland... Antarctica. Why are the elites going that. there? Yep. Then also, that's amazing. Okay, but before no, you, be, be, before you do that, real quick, I just wanted to point out because yeah. we're we're changing subjects here. But it also, I, I just looked this up, and it looks like in in scientists they have explanations for it. But the red spot on Jupiter never moves. It, it never looks like it moves. Now they explain that yes, it does. We, we're just confused by it. But that makes sense if Jupiter's rotating around us, right? It makes right. sense why the moon. We never see the dark side of the moon. Everything's rotating around us. That makes total oh, it sense. Gets, it gets worse. It gets worse. I'm going to show you something. Okay. 
I want to sh I want you to tell me if your view changes as I move. You ready? I'm going to stand up. Give me a minute. Standing up. Okay. Okay, in a minute I'm going to be over here. All right, another minute I'm over here. Okay. Now you notice the background that Stay you're looking at me is is changing. Okay. All right. In order to make the flat or the the earth spinning model work, the earth has to be spinning at 1100 miles an hour going around roughly 70,000 miles an hour to go around the sun in one year. Make sense? Mm -hmm. And the sun has to be moving. They got to do a lot of jacking around to make their model work. So everything's moving. Well, how fast is the sun moving? Because however the fast the sun is moving is how fast we're going, right? Mm -hmm. If the sun's traveling and we're doing this around the sun, we're going as fast as it is. In fact, in theory, we're going faster than the sun because we're doing this as it's moving. Yep. All right. You ever seen a comet? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What's that tail? Mm -hmm. Well, it's because it's traveling and it's atmospheric conditions it creates from the friction it's traveling. Makes so why this don't long we tail. see that as well as we're, tra right. as we're traversing through the galaxies? Yeah, absolutely. Now, that makes now sense. Here's a question. How fast is the earth moving while the sun is going did you know they say the sun is going just under a million miles an hour? Wow. What? Hold on a minute. A million miles an hour. Look at any shot you have of the atmosphere on Earth, low satellite, whatever, and you see it's still, it's calm. There's no bubble to one side or other of the atmosphere kind of squished to one side because you're, you're going a million miles an hour, right? That's fascinating, isn't it? It is. Here's another thing. If we're traveling a million miles an hour, let's say in January, I'm close to this crack of rock over here, okay? And then in February, I should be over this way, right? In March, right? Because I'm moving. Mm -hmm. Why have none of the stars changed in the thousands of years we've kept track of it? Exactly. Because we're not moving. Yeah. How, why are we able to navigate with those stars? Yeah, it yeah. makes zero sense. Uh, hey, well, that's another problem. You got the North Star. And here's another thing that the flat earthers forget to mention, the Southern Cross. Mm -hmm. Those are the navigation points directly above the North and South Pole. They never move. Mm -hmm. So if we're traveling a million miles an hour, are the stars traveling with us? You know, is that what's happening? You know, here's the Polaris, the North Star. Here's the, um, uh, the Southern Cross, two points to navigate with. And as the Earth is moving in the center, uh, they're flying with us, right? Is that the deal? Mm -hmm. You know, we're just kind of, right? It's, they actually go around the sun with us and then travel a million miles an hour. You know, come on. It doesn't make any it sense. Moving. Our, our technician did it. He has got the video footage of the moon landing uh, from brought to you by the great nation of India. Uh, you got You got to watch this thing. It is absolutely hilarious. Go ahead, Chris. His, his face is showing it all. <laughs> <laughs> Does this not look like a video game to you, Michael? Wait. This is what they this released as actual footage. footage. Yeah, so there it landed. They're all clapping. All right. That was it. That Great. was the landing. Yeah, that's, wow. that's I, I'm impressed. That was that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, would you say Atari or would you say what's the other one? Atari, Xbox? I think. Yeah, maybe. Okay. I mean, this isn't even like the Xbox video games look pretty impressive right now. They look like real life. No, this is like 1980s Atari technology right here. I, I, I agree. But I hope, I got to say, I hope they did do it. I mean, I hope they, I hope they did. But just because. Just I think it's cool. I don't have a problem with that. Mm -hmm. You know why I have a problem with the moon landing? 
Go to the Smithsonian and look at the outfit. Wow, that's it? It's made of canvas. How do you, how do, you do that? Well, that's not the real one. Well, why do you have it here? Well, can I see the real one? No, we lost it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let me go to the next thing. Um, so you got a guy filming and he's doing this. You got one doing this where he just kind of goes, you know, like that. I mean, wouldn't you normally do that? Right. No. Well, we think he did. This is their answer. Cool. Do you have the film? Nope. Lost it. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. Okay. Wait. Uh, all right. What we get of that film that we did get from his hand camera, which is a nice camera and stuff, right? Um, ha was beamed to this place and this place. We're on black and white, a lot of haze. And you know, remember all that, right? Can we see the actual film footage? The biggest, the biggest accomplishment in the history of man, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we lost that too. Mm. Well, wait, how am I supposed to believe any of this data? Because you don't, okay. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know. How do you land on the moon and every one of the pads on the landing rover has not a speck of dust on it? That's a good question. You know, and just go, just yeah. These are really interesting to me. I just wanna, I just wanna see the stuff. So if, if, if you're saying, and I've, and I've looked at the actual um, nose cone thing that they supposedly went to the moon in, right? It's plywood. It's plywood with the metal sheath. And that got through the Van Allen radiation, radiation belt, belt, right? Yeah. And because they were wearing canvas outfits, they're completely protected. Is that the deal? So which is the lie? The Van Allen radiation belt? Right. Or the outfit he wore? It's interesting and you're mentioning so that. I, you, are, 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 I just want to cut to the chase. Do you believe it's possible for a human being to get through the Van Allen belt? And, and or maybe throw out there, is it possible even for a human to get on the moon? Um, I would think so, because a similar thing you could say in radiation can be diverted by a fairly simple system and method that we've proven. We have microwave ovens in our, in our house all the time. We keep that radiation out, but not with the equipment they used. That's my point. Mm -hmm. Let me see your equipment. This is cool equipment. Can we do it again? They were saying, you know, if we go to the moon again, we're going to have to spend, oh, billions and billions. Well, don't, don't you know how to do You've already done it once. Well, we've forgotten all that. Right. Jeez. Yeah. How do you forget it's, that? Come on. Yeah, it, it's I, ridiculous. I don't, I don't get it. So it doesn't make any sense. So at least give us something. Do I think it'd be cool if we went? Absolutely. It'd be cool. Yeah. So Gabe brought yeah. up the hollow earth theory, which I'm also fascinated with. I believe in it. Um, that, that is one that I am, I'm comfortable saying, yes, I believe in hollow earth theory. Uh, and I think the Bible points to a hollow earth, but I want to get your take on it as well. I'm really glad you asked me that. This is cool stuff. Um, okay. So if we're just guys here and we're kind of just common sense guys, right? All right. And answer, uh, leads to this. Okay. Um, you know how you take a weight and this is a coffee mug, right? And let's say the coffee mug weighs a pound and the weight on this axis to my arm, um, gets heavier the longer my arm is. Does that make sense to you? Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So now if I hold it close, it's not bad, but the farther I get out for every 12 inches I go, the weight exerted on this joint doubles. Wow. Okay. So, cause my arm is uh, seven feet long, you know, it's <laughs> <laughs> you're a basketball player. <laughs> yeah. But makes sense. Right. Okay. So I can actually calculate the amount of uh, musculature I would need in this joint to support that weight extended in this distance. And guess what? 
a brontosaurus couldn't hold his head up. Can't do it. Look at one of your hair. Oh, wait, hold on, I got a little hair going on. Um, okay, look at one of your hairs on your head. That represents one fiber of muscle. And a muscle fiber condenses, that's all it does. It, it squishes together, okay? So instead of a rubber band, it goes the other way, okay. all right? So when I give electricity to each end of this muscle, it goes, eh, right? And that's how you, they, you know, you do your stuff, okay. All muscle fiber on pretty much anything is identical. So the density of the muscle fibers, I can calculate that and uh, the amount of newtons of force it takes to move a joint, depending on where the axis of the joint is, and I can calculate how much musculature I need to do this. And the doggone, the brontosaurus didn't have enough weight. He didn't have enough strength to hold his head up. Interesting. Pterodactyls couldn't fly. On and on. It just wouldn't work. So what's going on? Well, okay. In electronics and real physics, if you took the Earth being the center of mass of the universe, and let's say it is, uh, in essence, negatively charged, and the particles and everything around the Earth is negatively charged, they repel. They hold the Earth at its center. Makes sense, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And that is how you actually cause what we feel is um, uh, gravity. That's what gravity is coming from, because the gravity formula doesn't work on anything outside of Earth. It's a, it's, it's, it's a great theory. It's a mathematical thing to work here, but it doesn't work on all the other theories. So, you know, if you get outside of Earth. But anyway, real scientists with the same plaques on the wall that just happen to believe in God, but they're not allowed to be in this club, right. all agree, geocentric, you know, the uh, solar system, right? Sol, the sun being the center. Helios being the sun god, heliocentric, that's the sun in the middle of our solar system. I say geocentric, earth in the middle. And that's, that's the thing, because you were bringing geocentric and a lot of folks didn't know what that meant, right? Mm -hmm. So if the earth is in the middle, all right, now, we do believe that the diameter of the earth has something to do with the, quanti the, 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 the amount of force exerted in gravity. Now, what if I was to show you a theory today now that's never talked about where I believe the gravitational force was about half wow. because the Earth at one time was half the size? Hmm. I'm just throwing this out. Okay. So there's a guy um, who invented an idea called um, plate tectonics, and he's basically saying that the continents can slide around on roller skates. Make sense? Mm -hmm. And it appears that if you take these two, like our continents, for example, they look like they mesh just perfect, right? You know, the American continent, the whole African continent looks, hey, that'll work. And you can almost slide them around. But if you actually really do it, it doesn't fit. I mean, no matter how you slide everything, you'll still have the water way over here on yeah. one side and all the land on another. The evolutionists okay. love this. It really helps their whole Pangea. Billions well, of years ago. But yeah, but it doesn't take, yeah. But Pangea is a, a valid concept. I understand that. But let's solve the things we have with the dinosaurs and Earth and the hollow Earth at the same time. You want and to? gravity. You looking at and gravity, yeah. Right. <laughs> we got a so lot going let's on. Look at, yeah, let's look at um, uh, a baseball. And unstitch a baseball, and you'll see there's two sort of eight-shaped piece of leather, right? It's doing this. Mm -hmm. Make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay, now watch. I'm going to put a baseball, a inner tube in the center of the baseball that I can inflate, right? Here's the baseball normal. I double the size 
of the center, the little rubber thing in the middle, and it goes, right? And that's where we're living now, twice the diameter, twice the amount of gravity. Brontosaurus can't hold his head up. If it was this size, he can hold his head up. Pterodactyl can fly, that sort of thing. Interesting, right? Very. Any proof of this? All right, well, all right. But here we are today, and we're going, you know, these two pieces fit, right? And we're trying to slide them around, you know, and all this. But no, 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 just squish it down, wow. and everything fits. Now, here's another thing. If these two sides were together originally, and these fingers here came up with, you know, came together with my thumb, and this region right here, we found the bones of a, a similar group of animals, right? But later, these two things are spaced this way. And I find the group of those bones here and the bones here. Wow, how did they get over there? Because it used to be like this. Mm. All right, so look on your globe at your home, the big sphere, and you'll see there's this crack going all the way around the Earth. And it, uh, alongside and perpendicular that crack, that crack is all these striation of lines of like right. just being pulled apart. You can see that in the ocean, especially the Pacific Ocean. Absolutely, and that was all that was all surveyed by you know, our friends in the military. So there's been more than one guy did it. He took a computer program and said, I'm going to start cutting away all these striations. And guess what? All the continents came together perfect as one body. Wow. Now let's go the other way. If you start here and go to here, is it hollow? There's Makes a lot sense. of space in there now. It wouldn't, yeah. And, and I mean, the, the Bible yeah. has so many different passages about, uh, you know, Jesus went to the, the center, of the, or center of the earth and it was yeah. Sheol. I mean, we got, they you got know, the, the devil, you know, Lucifer, he, he says in response in the book of Job, God asks, you know, basically, where have you been? And he goes in and under the earth. He literally says, and through the yeah. earth. Now, do I, do I, do I know that the earth is hot? We do know it's hollow in places. You know, we've got these big and stuff. Um, but I'm going to say it makes sense to me that it could have large hollow spaces because of what we can see in archaeology and what we can see in the ground scanning radar and stuff that this thing could very well have been half its diameter. Makes a lot of sense to me. Do I care? No. <laughs> in other words, I, I won't get mad either way. Right. I mean. I'm going to get ticked off. I just say, well, let's look at the data. This is kind of cool. Well, what could be, okay, so if, if it is, if it did used to be, half the diameter and now it's this it makes it it's an amazing question like what is in the center you didn't create new mass when it did that right is it boom we out of time yet yeah dude because <laughs> we're getting all this. i just got to tell everyone who's theory? hearing this you have to share what we're talking about this explains away so many issues that a lot i believe very very smart people listen to this show and you are being blessed by having these answers we got to have you back on more often michael this is fun stuff. Yeah. yeah, this is fun stuff. We haven't even talked about what's called the canopy theory, which explains the atmospheric pressure and the density of oxygen, why things would grow bigger, right. um, how different frequencies of light wouldn't come in because of the canopy thing, where you wouldn't age as much, on and on and on. And even the dinosaur, even the, well, I've got one of our earliest videos I did was what looks to be a finger that was found wow. here with dinosaur bones. And we had doctors look at it. He goes, yeah, that's a finger. And then I actually showed him the length, and it's this long. Yeah.
Well, there brother, you go. it's been awesome. Yeah. We got we to go, right. unfortunately. Yeah, I know. I- incredible interview. Michael, we'll definitely have you back on. I love having you on the show. It's incredible. On the regular. We're yeah. going to get you this back. Is, this is fun stuff, guys. Absolutely. All, All right. right. Well, thanks again, sir. The Church of State Thank is you. sponsored in part by Patriot Church and the Constitution Party. I'm Gabe Blomgren. A calm does not suit me. I'm Caleb Collier. I was born for a storm. Welcome to the fire. 